This podcast is not about grief. This podcast is about life, love, and finding yourself again after losing a child. I've been exactly where you are, and now I want to show you the road back to a life of your own. Let's get started. Hi there, it's Lena here. How are you? I really hope you are doing better than me this week because I've been struggling with a cold for more than a week now. And it's one of those that you can't shake off. It just keeps on lingering and keeps on lingering. But I guess I'm okay. I'm just doing the things I can with it and postponing the ones I can't, like running. I I do miss going out for a run, but uh, I'm not forcing it. Uh, I'll get there. I'll get back to running. So, but I'm feeling good enough to go ahead and record my podcast this week for you. This is going to be a shorter episode. However, this episode comes truly from my heart because being ill and feeling under the weather brought back a lot of memories of um, how I felt after I lost my son. So I decided to share with you three, the most important things that you should never stop doing after the loss. Or if you have stopped doing them, then get right back to doing them right away. And I know I do sound a little bossy, but I really stand by these three things. They're super important for your recovery, sanity, and future. So I'll give you these actual three things to do. They're going to be tasks, uh, things you can do. And also, I'm going to talk a bit about the mental side of doing them because it's so much more beneficial for you to also understand the mental side of it and um, to do them in the right way. So first thing, and first thing is getting up in the morning, actually getting up in the morning and even better, getting up more or less in the same time every day. And there is an immense power in not staying in bed the whole day and not turning days into nights and nights into days. Many of you, uh, I did, uh, you do take time off work after the loss for some while. And it might seem for you like, what's the matter, especially if you are in a situation where you don't have um, any other children or you have grown up children. So what's the matter? Why should I get up? There is nothing to do. The house is quiet and no one needs me. But keeping routine is just, it's it's what helps to keep your sanity. And also it's so helpful not to fall into deep depression. Because who needs you? You need you. So that's why get up in the morning, in the actual morning, and better at the same time every day. Second thing. Taking shower, daily shower, washing your hair, getting dressed, putting even on some makeup, doing these basic things for you every day. Taking shower, getting dressed, not walking around in your pajamas the whole day. It might seem so unimportant. However, neglecting yourself can slow down the healing process. Because when you get these things done, when you when you when you do go into shower, and sometimes shower might take longer because you need to have a good cry in the shower, and it might take more time than it did before. But when you get it done, it gives you a sense of accomplishment, and it's so needed. Trust me, you really need these small things to look back at your days and 
and say to yourself, I did it. I got up. I showered. I did my hair. I put on nice clothes. At least I looked nice. And of course, they seem so small, these things in comparison to your big problems and stressors. But road back from travelers is very long and involves difficult terrain, high stairs. So think of it as a small step on your road back that will help you to feel better. And third thing is taking walks, moving outdoors. Basically, getting yourself out of your apartment or house every day into the nature, getting some movement in. It doesn't have to be long, but it needs to be outside and it needs to be every day. Because going for a walk, moving in the nature, it's an amazing way of checking in with you, what's going on with your body and what's going on with your mind. Going for a walk is a really good way of getting in touch with you, with your body again. Because here is what happens when you when you live, when you have this big trauma, you get detached from your body, you get detached from what's going on with you. You are all up in your head. You have all these thoughts, you have all these emotions, and they are happening in your head, and you totally neglect your body. And it doesn't matter what's the weather. It can be summer, it can be hot. It can be cold. Just dress appropriately for the weather. You can do it in any weather. You can do it in the rain. You can do it in the snow. You can do it in the heat. And and also what is important, when you go on the walk, don't let your brain uh, unsupervised. Because if you're going to go on a walk and uh, leave your brain unsupervised, it will ruminate. It will think all the thoughts about your child, about the future that's not happening. And if you don't supervise your mind, you can actually make your situation worse. You can become more depressed and more anxious because the brain naturally tends to go to the negative place. And you move away from your thoughts by putting your attention into different things. When you are out walking, focus on what you see. What you can see with your eyes, what's out there, what you can hear, what sounds are close by, what sounds are more further away, what can you feel? Is it hot? Is it cold? Can you feel wind, rain on your face? And there was one more, and that one, one smell. Yes, of course, let's not forget about the smell. What can I smell? If you are in the forest, then you can smell all the nice things. Maybe you are walking in the city, then you can smell the exhaust, <laughs> exhaust gases from the cars. But still, all these things, they're going to take your mind off all your negative thoughts, all your worries, all your anxiety. And yes, of course, sad, anxious thoughts, they're going to be there. They're going to try to get through you. And that's part of the great experience. But you just you just witness them there. You just notice them there and there and refocus back on things you see, on things you hear, on things you smell, and things you feel. So these are the three things you should do every day, single day, especially throughout the first year when you are at your worst after the loss. Doing these small things bring you comfort in grieving process 
because losing your child shatters your whole life. If you if you can imagine your life as a puzzle, losing your child just destroys the whole puzzle. They're just pieces, totally messy pieces. Everything is out of place. Everything is unstable. Everything is shaky. So start creating some stability. Because when you start creating stability, this will foster the healing process and will give you a better chance of surviving the loss without extra hardship. So this is what I have for you. Please do these three things every day. If you are already doing them, I applaud you. If you are not doing them, if you stop doing them, go back to doing them. That's all. Have a good week and talk to you soon. Bye. If you are loving this podcast, then please hit subscribe, download it, and please share it with other childless survivor moms. I'm committed to help as many moms as possible to recover and build a life after childless. You can find me here on Instagram, TikTok at Life After A Childless, or you can visit my website, coachlienna.com. That's coach L-I-E-N-E.com. And if you'd love to chat, you can sign up for a free coaching call on my website. See you next week.